Hello and welcome to Gifts of the Weird. I am Jan, your host, and welcome to the podcast. And you may hear some chirping and other things out in the background because I am sitting out in my garden in lovely Southern California on a sunny day. And I am in the midst of birds chirping. I hear a owl hooting and I have these sweet grass blooming and daffodils, or not daffodils, but... um, freesias and nasturtiums and all kinds of wonderful things lemons growing on my tree it's wonderful so a happy spring and a happy hail north hail Frey for all of the blessings hail thor for the rains that we've been having recently which we've enjoyed so immensely and i'm looking up in the sky and i see mani at the same time as i see sunna and i really think that's such a wonderful time when i can see them both at the same time so hail mani hail sunna This is really a great time, and I'm really excited for this podcast because I get to talk about a couple of things, one being the third anniversary of Gifts of the Weird podcast. Yes, three full years of topics about inclusive heathen paths, and uh, I'm very appreciative of your support and you all listening to me and the opportunity to share uh, this journey with so many of you. And uh, I just really appreciate your your support and that you listen. And I hope I can just offer something that people are going to really enjoy. As I enter the fourth year, I am hoping to expand a bit with some additional episodes. I really would like to, if possible, (laughs) if I can get myself to do it uh, amidst all of the projects that keep showing up on my plate. I'd like to introduce maybe some shorter podcasts, perhaps something like a RuneCast or maybe just a quick chat about a short topic and uh, just things that I'm learning along the way and things that I can bring up and share for discussion, things like that. That'd be great. I still intend to uh, get interviews with authors and creators and other practitioners and give us a chance to talk about those types of things. So the, the show will keep going on into its fourth year and I really appreciate this opportunity to share it with you all and to share this just one way of working this path in a modern in a modern way and going along and connecting with the gods the goddesses the land spirits the uh, the here as they're called the nature spirits everything that we go the beings that we're in, involved with the dwarfs and the elves so it's really a great experience for for me and to be able to share that communally with you all it's, it's wonderful to have that shared experiences one of the things that this is bringing, that this, um, as I'm recording right now, a terrible thing happened in New Zealand. It was, it was awful. This terrorist, this white, racist, supremacist bigot uh, murdered more than 40 people, uh, more than 40 people practicing their Muslim faith in their, their place of worship, methodically went in and just and gunned them down. And it was, it was an awful thing, and it's horrible. In the meantime, he had symbols that are often connected to heathenry emblazoned upon his weapons. He had a manifesto where he declared that he would see people in Valhalla, and I just reject that. That is awful. I, I, I do not believe that he will be in Valhalla. I believe he will be in one of the worst places he could ever be because that is not what uh, Valhalla is for, is for that type of cowardice and terrorism and senseless murdering of people just because they're of their religion or where they come from or their color of their skin or their their ideologies or beliefs 
that is just, I denounce that. And we just, we send our hearts and our prayers to those people. I don't know what else we can do for them, except uh, the Troth has set up a, a donation thing. At this time, it may not be available at the time other people listen to this in the future, but uh, there is a an opportunity to give and they will find a, a, a way to get that to people that it will benefit. So we, we offer the, those people that were murdered senselessly by this terrorist to be welcomed into the halls of their ancestors and to be welcomed to the arms of their their gods the way that they worship and that peace and comfort will be eventually come to the people that was left behind. So with that, I'm going to move on to talking about um, Pantheacon. I was at Pantheacon last month and I wanted to just give a little bit of a shout out about what happened there and a little bit of a, a, a follow-up on that. My experiences there and the things that I got to do while I was there, which I had a really good time. For those of you who may not know what Pantheacon is, it is a, I don't know if it's the largest, I think it is, the largest on the West Coast convention for pagan people. It's an amazing opportunity to meet people from a myriad of pagan paths. To San Jose, California on President's Day weekend, the convention begins on Friday afternoon, probably about 1.30, and closes in the afternoon on Monday, the following Monday of President's Day weekend, and all in between and just filled with some great workshops, great rituals, great opportunities to connect, even some with other people, even some concerts, vendors that come and have some really cool uh, items to share, books and clothing, and uh, Drew from Just Rewards Amber is always there with some amazing pieces, and if I get out of PantheaCon without buying something, that would be a shocker. Uh, but this year I did, actually. Uh, I uh, was very, very good about uh, what I needed to buy and what I wanted to buy. <laughs> and uh, the, he has some amazing pieces. And I'll link to Just Rewards for you so you can go check out Drew. Drew's an amazing person, a, a rune person, a saith man, a wonderful heathen, and just a, a beautiful person indeed. He and, and all that you know, that are connected with Just Rewards. Pantheacon is in its 25th year. It's hosted by Ancient Way Store, which is located in Berkeley. The convention is a really cool because it takes place at a hotel and really overtakes the entire hotel. All of the rooms are filled. There's two to three, maybe even more thousand people that come to this and attend. And they don't all get to stay in the hotel. There's other overflow hotels that take up uh, a lot of hosting of our attendees and, or of the attendees. And that's really amazing. I have been attending PantheaCon or PCon as it's called since 2006. It has a variety of paths and traditions that it, that are pre represented there, a lot of learning opportunities, socializing opportunities, and just a very diverse crowd of people. It's really great to see all of the amazing people that come from different spiritual paths, different cultural paths, different uh, practices, and just the, the many, many wonderful things that they bring to uh, life and Pantheacon and community. I've met a lot of wonderful people over the years, and I really look forward to seeing them each year. And some of them I only see at PantheaCon, but it's always a, a blessing and a joy to see their smiling faces, even if it's from across the room or passing along on one from one ritual or one workshop to another. 
One of the really cool things that's uh, available at PantheaCon are the workshops, the rituals, and the awesome vendors, as I mentioned earlier. And there are these things called hospitality suites. The hospitality suites are hotel rooms that have been uh, set up by a group or an individual that wants to represent something, and they open it to attendees, and they get to come in and share and learn about uh, the uh, whatever the group is uh, representing, such as um, the Inclusive Heathenry Suite, the uh, Heathen Hospitality Suite as it's known, is our Heathen Suite. And we have the ADF Suite for Andre Frain. And uh, I got to host the Divination Hospitality Suite with my husband, Fred, and we had a really great time. The things that really helped me make a connection when I first joined, uh, started going to PantheaCon in 2006, were the hospitality suites. I, I got to, uh, well, the ADF suite and the Heathen Hospitality Suite were the ones that I connected with the most, and I just kind of really felt welcome in both of those. And they are really connected together. They're, they're good friends, and they support each other. They attend each other's workshops and whiskey tastings or scotch tastings or mead tastings and even in the past they had these things where everyone would bring little stuffed toy cows and they would do cattle raids on each other this year the heathen hospitality hall was hosted by the alliance for inclusive heathenry and it was really a a nice setup it was a, a nice respite to come and just hang out with other people who had an interest in heathen topics and and our northern traditions and our northern paths and a big thank you to Dave and Angela and everyone who participated in setting up and hosting the heathen hospitality hall throughout the entire weekend as I mentioned I was hosting a hospitality hall myself it was the divination hall hospitality suite uh, this is the third year that my husband and I hosted the suite, and we got to speak about divination and have some workshops and talk to people who are interested in all forms of divination. My husband is a big tarot reader, and he does Lenormand cards, and I really had a nice time because I got to teach a, a oracle class. I call it the Choose Your Own Oracle Adventure, and basically I discuss how you get... how. With, faced with all of the choices of oracle, tarot, rune, oem, and whatever type of divination tool, how, what's the best way to find the deck that's going to, or the, the tool that's going to work best for us? So I got to have a lot of fun uh, condensing that down and presenting a workshop on that on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I really had a fun time teaching a, a rune casting class. Got to discuss a little about intentional rune casting which is similar to setting up a spread selecting three to nine or more whatever your your preferences specific runes laying them out into positions where they have specific meaning or specific questions associated or directions associated with that position the other part of the casting is the unintentional casting so that's basically what we learned from tacitus which is reaching in taking out a certain number of runes, either all of the runes or a certain number of them, and then dropping them onto a cloth and then reading how the runes are relating to each other in relationship to the question that the querent or the seeker has in mind at the time that they're pulling that. It was a lot of fun, had a really nice attendance there, and we just had a good time discussing the types of ways to do casting of runes. 
So because of hosting that suite, that means I was pretty limited on what type of workshops I could go to at Pantheocon and how much time I could actually spend in the Heathen Hospitality Hall, which means I couldn't spend the entire time at the Heathen Hospitality Hall, which is too bad because um, I really enjoyed it there. And also it limited my time in the ADF suite. And both of those are really nice to be able to go into because what I love about those two places is you never know who's going to pop in, who's going to sit down and just start talking about stuff uh, and whatever that stuff might be for instance uh, diana paxton loves to visit both of them and she comes in and she would just start chatting about things and next thing you know we've got four or five people having an amazing conversation about so many different topics and it's really great to be into either one of those and sometimes you you, you suddenly think oh my gosh why am i feeling so tired and you look at your watch and it's two thirty, three o'clock in the morning and it's like what oh my heck so not to mention the the flow of not only knowledge and friendship and conversation but mead whiskey beer those those things kind of flow a little bit too <laughs> and it's it's nice so we really have a good time a few of the the workshops that i was able to attend or the uh, offerings that i was able to attend at pantheocon one of them was the Nine Faces of Odin, which was presented by Diana Paxson and Rafnar Kindred, and well, this was based, uh, taken from her new book, Odin, about Odin, and uh, that is available on podcast number, let's see, which one is it? Yes, podcast number 14, where I interviewed Diana Paxson about the book Odin, and which came out uh, from Wiser Books, and uh, so go ahead and listen to that if you haven't already. Or re-listen to it again. Uh, listen to how she came up with that and the things that we talked about with that. So that was really an interesting uh, ritual. And she talked about the the nine faces and different aspects of, or nine of, as, of Odin's aspects. And it was a really interesting ritual and we had a really good time with that. And uh, one of the workshops that I didn't get to attend was the bind room class that was led by Anastasia Hazler of Terra Media. And... I work with bind runes, and already I took I, I already took uh, Anastasia's bind rune class a couple years ago, and I was just really amazed at how much our vision or our versions of how to create bind runes and the things that we do to create bind runes were so similar. And I had never met Anastasia before in person, so to just randomly pop into her bind rune class a couple years ago and then be able to. Uh, go in there and, and as she was presenting things I was like oh wow well that's that's exactly how I do it or that's what I do um, Anastasia is really amazing because when she sometimes when she creates a bind room she doesn't only just use one of the futharks she might bring in different aspects of all of the futharks the younger or the the Phrygian and the the elder futhark as she's working the type of magic that she needs to weave into that bind rune into that talisman she brings in so much energy and aspects of those other things that it's really kind of cool how she does that so that's a really great opportunity if you attend pantheocon and her bind rune workshop is on the the uh, the offerings then please you should on the program you should be able to you should take it because it's really fun to just one thing, you get to create a bind rune while she's giving the workshop. That's what it's about. It's one of those hands-on types. So um, it's really great to, to absorb her knowledge about that, too. And uh, my bind rune class, 
or my podcast actually is podcast number 10 so you can check that out as well if you'd like if you can't make it to PantheaCon or you want just to uh, start on something now rather than wait until next year to see if her bind room class is on the program again so uh, that just takes us to as you can tell I really had a lot of fun <laughs> it was a really great time there was a lot of cool things that happened for me at PantheaCon uh, a lot of it is for me really connecting with people especially a lot of the people that I only see at con that I get to experience the con the convention with them and get to know them through the con it's really great to reconnect with those people after each year and some a lot of times we don't get to spend a lot of time together but we do get some time together and we hang out and I'm really glad because I'm expanding my circle of connections for instance I get to meet people like Mary Kay Greer this year I got to meet uh, Rachel Pollack. Both of these uh, amazing people are connected through Tarot and Lenormand, and, which really connect with my husband. But for me, I'm learning so much just from learning how they view and do Tarot and Lenormand and just absorbing the amazing wealth of knowledge that, that they have to offer to the community about divination. And when I think about runes, I'm like, wow, this is really applicable to runes as well in, in practice today. So it's really a great opportunity to uh, think outside the box, to think outside the rune bag, basically, you know, and and to uh, learn from someone else and learn from a, a different perspective, to take a, a, a new viewpoint on things and to, you know, see how that works. And if it works, then put it into the mix of things that we do. And uh, if it doesn't really connect, then that's okay. It's still a really cool thing to know about. Um, also in the suite, I really had a great opportunity, or we had a really great opportunity. We had a lot of fun with the hostesses from Tarot Visions podcast. Now, if you're even minorly connected or interested in Tarot, connect connect to Tarot Visions. Rose Red and Jamie are really fun, and they have a really lighthearted podcast. They have some interesting guests on there, and you can just go on to their 20 to 30 minute podcast and just have a really amazing fun time a great way to do your your commute to work in the morning so we had a great time we did a live podcast or we did a podcast recording in the suite with them and that was a lot of fun we had a great time talking with them and jamie for those who are interested in tarot as well as runes and whatever else uh, she has a triple goddess tarot deck that she created and she has her own book out by llewellyn called tarot inspired life so check those two out if you're interested in tarot and check out tarot visions podcast and i'll have all those links in the show notes Sons of men, to the sons of men, and set their face.
another really fun thing that happened while we were in PantheonCon was I got a message from my husband sometime, what, Friday night or Saturday morning at some point when we were debriefing about the day's events. Uh, I had gone out of the hall, uh, out of the suite to probably the Heathen Hospitality Hall or to wander the, the halls of the convention or the vendor room or wherever. And came back or uh, later when we were having dinner he said hey someone came in who listens to your podcast and it was he was really disappointed that he didn't get a chance to see you but uh, he was talking about how he was interested in runes or something and podcasting and I just pointed out the the banner that you had over there about gifts the words and he said hey I listened to that and uh, and he enjoys it and I was like okay hey that's great I wish I would have been able to uh, meet him and hang out with him well later on through the course of the weekend uh, this person came in and we started chatting and uh, he was brandishing this really cool looking Thor's hammer and I'm like hey um, are you happen to be interested in heathenry or whatever like that and he says why yes yes I am my name's uh, Ben and uh, we started chatting and he said he listened to the gifts of word he was the one that came in on that Friday and wow we just hit it off really great <laughs> we had such a fun time so Ben is a listener from Australia and he was there with his really cool friend, uh, Rebecca, and his husband, Pabs. And we just had, uh, Ben and I just had a really great time connecting and chatting about things we have in common and about heathenry and about practicing and runes and the podcast and everything like that. So I really enjoyed meeting you, Ben, and meeting uh, Rebecca and Pabs and, and just having a chance to uh chat with someone who actually listens to the podcast in person wow thank you so much and thank you to all of the listeners in everywhere uh, but particularly down in australia and uh, we took a picture in front of the sign and a little holler out to tina out in australia as well she's in the perth region and um, we we chatted about you as well and we had a good time and I found out that Tina is an author and she's written some materials and I'm going to link her some of her books into the show notes because I really want to have her on the podcast as well. This is really cool. I'm reading some of her stuff right now and I'm looking forward to uh, sharing some of that again because I love to share uh, what what we're doing as far as uh, creativity and heathenry and, and incorporating those things together because in my opinion, our heathen practices and our spiritual pra- path don't have to be separate from our regular lives. They can be part of our lives. They can either be our daily life or our work life or whatever, or they can be uh, something we do on the side. So we really had a good time. We really had a a blast. And I think (laughs) between Ben and I, we just found so many things in common. Uh, As Rebecca said, she's like, you two were like separated at birth or something. I mean, we just had a really good time. So hello to all of you in Australia and I look forward to chatting with you more and um, uh, just uh, connecting with you Uh, thank you so much and I really enjoyed that was one of my highlights uh, if not the highlight of PantheaCon for me so one of the things about PantheaCon this year it seemed very mellow this year compared to years in past and uh, there's a reason for that for a couple of things there were a couple of groups that were uh, not able to attend and they usually host some really major uh, suites and and after-hour events and things like that. And a couple of them um, didn't show up because there was a lot of sickness through this year. And they were very, very cool and saying, we don't want to bring this to PantheaCon. And so we thank you for that. <laughs> so they were, that was absent. So it just seemed like there was a lot more mellow stuff. 
I got to do some really cool stuff by hanging out with the folks at the good folks at Wiser. They have some really neat things coming out soon. Some rune books coming out, and they have a couple of other books out. And I am actually reading a book right now that I will be doing a review on, and looking forward to that. And just looking forward to connecting more with Wiser. They're having some really cool books come out, and I'm hoping to actually pull together a workshop this year to offer to Pantheon for next year. I'm not quite sure what it will be on, but uh, I'm just putting together some thoughts. It might be a ritual. It might be a ritual con uh, in conjunction with a uh, a workshop. It may actually be something connected to Nihilenia because I'm really connecting much with her. And as speaking of Nihilenia, as a matter of fact, uh, next weekend I'm going to be doing a ritual to Nihilenia. Uh, it's going to be in conjunction with the temple of Nihilenia that is in Kolijnsplat, Netherlands. The temple folks there are going to be doing a, a, a ritual on Saturday the 23rd of March. Uh, they call it Lente. Lente means spring in Dutch and so it's welcoming spring. And they are going to be doing that on the evening of the 23rd which will be about 6.45 to 7 o'clock is when they're going to start. So for, for me in Southern California, uh, I'm going to try to do one concurrently with them and uh, going to be hosting it with my kindred here, kindred of the Northern Hammer, the ADF group called Coast Oak Grove, and we're going to be doing one on the beach as well. And I'm timing it so that it's at the same time so we can connect our energies together at the same time and honor this amazing goddess Nihilenia. And yes, I will be doing a podcast about Nihilenia soon. And as soon as I get my notes in order and <laughs> can work with that, there's a person that I would really love to have on the podcast with me and be able to uh, connect with her and have her come in because she's done a lot of research and she's been uh, connected to Nihileni in a lot of ways. And I would love to have to see if I can convince her to come onto the podcast with me to do that because I just am in awe of her and uh, I respect her so much and she's been a, a mentor and a guide to me here in, in Southern California and I just really appreciate her very much. And also speaking of Nihilenia, yes, this is the podcast of shameless plugs of my previous episodes. I am quite aware of that. However, uh, and many of you who have been listening for a long time have already listened to these, I'm sure, but I just am so excited because, uh, speaking of Nihilenia, there is a beautiful Nihilenia oracle called the Oracle of Nihilenia by Bella Seol. Bella is an amazing person, and on episode 22, I got to speak with her about her creation process for this oracle deck, and completely devoted to Nihilenia, bringing in so many aspects of Nihilenia and connecting this to them with an oracle that is just really... a um, I don't, beautiful is just the best way I can describe it. And um, speaking of Bella, she is creating three other, well, three of many other oracles. She is connecting so to so many of the goddesses. She is going to be releasing soon an oracle dedicated to Arianrod, the Welsh goddess, and soon to the Morrigan. And she's working on a deck for Freya. And if any, any of these decks, and I'm sure they will be, um, parenthetically um, if any of these decks 
are anything like the Oracle of Nehalenia. I can only say they are going to be amazing, they're going to be powerful, and they're going to be useful. And they're going to be gorgeous and beautiful. I've seen artwork from Ariane Rod. I haven't seen anything from the Morrigan yet. Or maybe I have, I just don't recall. And I, she hasn't released any for the Freya yet, but uh, she does have some online. And I'm going to be linking Bella Seol's Oracle Dex website in and uh, Facebook in the show notes. But um, go and order if you're interested in Oracle Dex and you want to learn uh, a way to connect to uh, Nihilenia. Listen to the podcast 22 and uh, check out the Oracle Dex and order them from her. She's amazing and it's a beautiful deck. Now, if you feel like this podcast, this episode has been nothing but pop-out ads similar to Facebook, I'm sorry. But I'm just so excited about the many people I've gotten to speak with, the many offerings they have, the, the creativity they have, the, the authors and the, and the deck creators and things like that. It's just, I'm so excited about that. We're a community and sometimes we don't know what's happening out there. And, you know... I, <laughs> So with that, the door just opened and my adorable husband just told me that dinner is going to be ready soon. So I'm going to wrap this up and I am actually at the the end of wrapping up. So I just want to say thank you again. Uh, happy anniversary to us, the community, for joining together on this wonderful journey together of inclusive heathenry, of inclusive paths, of working together for how this path works for us today. And making the final wrap-ups, I dropped in the musical piece earlier in the episode just to kind of give a little break. It is Stanza 21 from the Voluspa CD by Tanya Threet. The notes will have a link to how to get this the CD from CD Baby. I really like this album. I've played a couple of epi- or a couple of songs from the CD on other episodes. You can go and find those if you like, but uh, just go and get the album. I think you won't be disappointed. Tanya created tracks for the entire Voluspa CD, and it's really pretty cool. I really enjoyed it a lot. That one happens to focus on the Norns, which is why I selected it, because we're talking about divination, the Norns, everything, so it's all kind of a big part of that. So go ahead and go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. And please send your emails to giftsoftheweird at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook at Gifts of the Weird and on Twitter at Weird Gifts. And remember, weird is spelled W-Y-R-D. And I really do appreciate it. All the best to you as you're going about the day. And hail the gods.